Welcome back to the Adam Schefter podcast being recorded this week in Bristol, Connecticut, live from ESPN headquarters, where we will be bringing you a more regular feature of this podcast this week in light of all the free agent news going on across the NFL. And last week, we said that it was hard to imagine that this week would top what happened. Last week, we saw within hours, Aaron Rodgers announced that he was returning to Green Bay, Russell Wilson being traded to the Denver Broncos, Carson Wentz being traded to the Washington Commanders, still getting used to saying the Commanders. We saw the grand jury decline to indict Deshaun Watson on Friday. We saw Khalil Mack be traded from Chicago to the Chargers. And then just when you think that this free agent week would be anticlimactic on Sunday night, as we sit down to have our last meal before we leave for Bristol, Connecticut, Tom Brady sends out posts on social media that shake up the NFL world, the sporting world, and certainly the free agent universe. Tom Brady announces he's coming back to Tampa. And everybody was wondering about the timing of that. And yes, it did come as a surprise that it happened on Sunday night. But the fact of the matter is the Buccaneers headed into this free agent cycle with 24 different unrestricted free agents, 24. And to me, this was Tom Brady's way of saying to certain players that he's coming back and he would like them to come back. And so Tom Brady FaceTimed with Ryan Jensen, his center, who on Sunday night reached agreement with the Buccaneers on a three-year, $39 million deal. And Tom Brady reached out to Alex Kappa, though Alex Kappa on Monday entered into a four-year, $40 million agreement with the Cincinnati Bengals. And that means that even though Brady put out word that he was coming back, he still now has lost both his starting guards from last year, Alex Kappa to Cincinnati and Ali Marpet to retirement. So the Buccaneers now have managed to bring back Carlton Davis. They get that deal done on Monday afternoon in the middle of the day. They bring back Carlton Davis to Tampa on a three-year, $45 million deal. But that means that there'll be less money to go re-sign other free agents that are out there. Other notable players that Tampa would like to bring back include players like Leonard Fournette and Rob Gronkowski and O.J. Howard and Jason Pierre-Paul and a number of players that are vital to the success of that team. But in this day and age, you can't afford to keep everybody. We saw that already with Green Bay. We're still waiting for the Aaron Rodgers deal to officially be signed, sealed, and delivered, which as of this recording on Monday night, about 7 Eastern, it still has not been. It could happen anytime. It's going to happen here in the next day or two. It may happen by the end of the night for all we know. That deal will be coming, but the Green Bay Packers, they can't afford to pay everybody either. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Adam today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Adam. Now, the big movers and shakers on Monday certainly seem to be the Jacksonville Jaguars shaking it up and reaching out to get reinforcements for their former number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence. They bring in the former Washington Pro Bowl guard, Brandon Scherf, who once was offered $15 million a year to stay in Washington, who we don't know the exact numbers on the deal just yet, but it's going to be a huge deal. The Jaguars go out and sign or at least enter into an agreement with the former Jaguars tight end, Evan Ingram. They go out and enter into an agreement with the former Cardinals wide receiver, Christian Kirk. And that's the deal that really has, I think, upset the market because there are other wide receivers out there like an Allen Robinson, like a DJ Shark, like a Russell Gage that are waiting for deals. And everybody thinks that they're in Christian Kirk's category, but that's not how free agency works. The way the free agency works is if there's a team that identifies a player at once and pays a huge price to go get him, as Jacksonville did with Christian Kirk, that doesn't mean that Allen Robinson or DJ Shark or Russell Gage is going to get the same deal, even though they might be similar in talents to Christian Kirk. The Jaguars identify Christian Kirk as a player that they had to have for their young quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, and the Jacksonville Jaguars were not going to be outbid for a player like Christian Kirk, and so they keep him. And while we're talking about quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence, I think it's notable to point out some of the other situations that are occurring around the league. Mitchell Trubisky goes to Pittsburgh on a two-year deal. Now, Pittsburgh will say that they're battling it out for the starting job, Mitchell Trubisky and Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins, and I don't know that they will just anoint Mitchell Trubisky as the starting quarterback. Maybe they will. But I can tell you this, that it's hard to imagine that a quarterback is going to announce his attentions on a Monday to sign with a team on Wednesday when the new league year opens and not go there with the idea that he's going to be the man, that he's going to be the starting quarterback. Mitch Trubisky could have held on and waited for an opportunity in another place, maybe Carolina, maybe Seattle, maybe New Orleans, maybe Indy, who knows. But he committed to Pittsburgh on Monday. And you don't commit unless you get the sense that a team is committed to you. And I can assure you that that probably is the sense that Mitch Trubisky had when he committed to the Pittsburgh Steelers. The big quarterback story the remainder of the week will be Deshaun Watson. Now, there are other quarterbacks who are still out there. Marcus Mariota is still out there at this point in time. Jameis Winston is still out there at this point in time. But let's be honest. I think some of these moves are going to wait until Deshaun Watson makes up his mind. And Deshaun Watson, over the next 24 hours or so, is going to be meeting with the Carolina Panthers and the New Orleans Saints 
amongst other teams. There are multiple teams interested in him, and they want to talk to him as much as he wants to talk to them so both sides can get a feel for one another and both sides can make a determination about whether they want to move ahead. Because keep in mind, Deshaun Watson has a no-trade clause, and that means that he has to sign off on approving a trade to any of these teams. If he doesn't want to go to New Orleans, if he doesn't want to go to Carolina, if he doesn't like what one of these teams says, he has the right to say to Houston, I'm not going to approve a trade to that city. He could even drive a trade to a certain city. That's what happened with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson wanted to go to Denver and help drive the process and steer Seattle to the Denver Broncos, resulting in the big trade that came down last week. So, Watson will have a big say here, but guess what? The teams that are talking to him also want to hear his explanations of the events of over the last year. They want to know about the 22 civil lawsuits that still are in front of him. They want to know his explanations as to some of the events here where the grand jury declined to indict him on Friday. And I'm sure they're going to want to hear his explanation, his thoughts, his perspective as well before they decide to make a huge offer. On Deshaun Watson, who's got, in this particular case, a civil deposition Tuesday, uh, which is expected to proceed at this time right now without him taking the fifth in testimony. So, again, a lot of factors, but Deshaun Watson is the major quarterback that has to make a decision and teams have to make a decision on him before we probably go on to guys like Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston. And we should add right now. Still plenty of big-name free agents out there, right? Jimmy Garoppolo, what happens with him? Because Pittsburgh filled its opening. Other teams have moved on. What will be the 49ers trade market for Jimmy G? They still would like to move him. We'll see whether or not that happens. The big names that are currently out there as we record this on Monday night, and here's the beauty of this, names fly off the board at any moment. Allen Robinson, DJ Shark, as we mentioned, Odell Beckham Jr., Leonard Fournette, Corderell Patterson, Juju Smith-Schuster, Rob Gronkowski, Calais Campbell, Chandler Jones. You get an idea of some of the talent that's still out there that those names will start surfacing here at any point. And when they do, we'll be bringing you hopefully little daily podcast updates here in this little spot. Figure that might be better than bringing in a guest to provide a little daily free agency update. We'll be back again tomorrow for your latest free agent news, latest free agent comings and goings, latest free agent perspective. Until then, have a great day, everybody.